Jake and Ben, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake, Scott, Ben Anderson. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of state winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties. You sign up with paid cellular hosting subscription. Visit smartrain.net or call 877-346-3333. I jumped the gun on the read, Ben. We'll have him. We're getting, we're getting coach. We'll get Coach Ray to bring on. Uh, head coach of Weaver State, uh, and uh, Coach Ray has got another good squad this year, uh, playing you, good basketball. Jake, am I just, you know, I, I don't see the forest for the trees. Maybe I'm just, like, too close to it. And maybe this is the case in every state where you have coaches that stick around. Is it crazy that it feels like Utah just naturally has a culture that keeps coaches around no. for a really long time? It's been a thing for forever. But, I mean, it, but does every state actually have that? And then we only see, you know— Norman, Oklahoma, yes, Oklahoma's going to change their coaches every once in a while, or USC is going to change their coaches every once in a while. But really, most schools hold on to the same guy or woman for, you know, 20 years. I mean, look at it. There, there was big news about, you know, Beth Lanier, who's a, the Utah volleyball coach who's been there for 23 seasons now. You know, like, like it, it seems like there's a part of our culture that keeps the Lavelles or the Kalanis or the Kyle Whittinghams as, as you know, as long uh, around as long as you certainly can. It happens more here. I believe it happens more yep. here. I mean, we could look into the numbers or whatever, but I think it happens a lot here because I think people like coaches like being here. And I don't know, maybe we're a more patient society or something. Out to the Smart Rain special guest line we go. Head coach at uh, Weber State. He's Randy Ray with us on Jake and Ben. Uh, first and foremost, coach, thanks for jumping on with us, man. We're looking forward to having you on this year. Yeah, yeah, this will be fun. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, Ben and I were just talking about this. You've been in Weaver State for for a long time now, and it seems to happen a lot uh, in in Utah where coaches uh, coaches tend to stay. Not all the time, of course, but uh, why has Weaver State been such a good fit for you and uh, been a place that you can stay and be successful for a long time? Well, I'd be, be honest with you, it kind of fits us, to be honest with you, me and my family. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of a blue-collar guy, farm boy, and – Ogden's kind of a blue-collar place, and Weber State's kind of a blue-collar place. And uh, it's just been a really good fit. We're very, very happy here, the community, and the, uh, we've got great administration here. That uh, you know, it's a, The culture of the university is it's very close-knit. We're, we're like a big family, and it starts with our administration by developing that culture. And uh, it's just been uh, it's a place we've always been happy to. You know, we've had chances to do some other things maybe, and we just kind of think, why would we screw with happiness? And, uh, you know, so it's been a good fit for us, and we, we've enjoyed our time. Well, 6-0 and has to also give you some happiness as a very nice start to the season, including a very successful 4-0 and East Coast road trip. And then you come back and you have a good game against uh, Dixie State. Well, I've got to imagine some of those games, though, where, you know, it's kind of a quick turnaround, day after Thanksgiving, you've been on the East Coast. Like, that, those have to be really difficult to step back and, and come and play. Yeah, no, it's it's it was a tough schedule to start with. You know, we went to Duquesne on a Monday, and then we flew down to Florida and played, uh, you know, three games in four days. And uh, it was it, those those tournaments are tough, especially we've never played a tournament where we played the like the Monday before on the road. So that made it a little bit more difficult. But it was really good for our team, and you know, I think that week kind of told us a little bit, a lot more about our team and where we're at, and we kind of developed an identity of who we want to be and. When you have to play that, and, and they were all good opponents, so that that helped us out as well. So it was good for us, and uh, you know I think we found out a lot about our team doing it. 
Coach, it's great to see Kobe McEwen back in the back in the state of Utah, and he's really playing well for you right now. Tell us about kind of the the process of bringing him back and what it does for your team. Yeah, we were excited to have Kobe. You know, we uh, we saw him out of high school. You know, down at Wasatch, and the recruiting was a little bit too high for us to get involved with him. But you know, he made his way to Utah State, and then when uh, they had a coaching change, he he transferred to Marquette and had two pretty good years over at Marquette. But he came out, he's a graduate transfer, and I think he was trying to decide whether to maybe go try to sign a pro contract or play one more year at college. And we knew somebody that knew him pretty well, and <clears throat> we just got involved with him. And one thing led to another, and, and he came, and we're really happy he did. He's, I tell you what, he is a tough, competitive dude now. He, uh, he brings it every single day. He's one of the hardest workers I've ever been around. He lives in the gym. Uh, the one thing he's really done for us is provided really good leadership. And he's kind of an alpha. He's an alpha guy. And uh, he uh, he makes sure our guys are ready to go on a daily basis and keeps everybody together. And uh, he leads by example as well because he plays hard every second he's on the court. So we really like having him. He's been a big addition to our team, and he's doing well. Coach, it takes – a significant amount of credibility, I would imagine, to be able to call someone like Kobe McEwen, who you're talking about, and say, you know what our program is. Yes, you could probably go sign overseas and make some money right now, but we think there's value in, in you coming and playing with us. So what I want to ask is, what reputation do you get the feeling Weber State basketball has when you are out recruiting or when you are talking to transfers or try, talking to a kid in high school to come and play for you? Well, I, I guess I hope what they, they look at our program and see is we're a program based on relationships. We're, we're very close with our players, and our whole program has the culture of, of uh, being having strong relationships. And, you know, players, when they go some, when they pick another school or when we're recruiting them, you know, they really want to know what can you do, can you make them better? And we take a lot of pride in our player development program here. We, we put our heart and soul into it, and we really try to get our guys to be as good as they can become and work hard with them. We're on the court with them constantly, working on their game and helping them out. And then I think the other thing we I hope they know is we tell them the truth. You know, we don't you know, we don't have a lot of fluff up here. We kind of tell them exactly the way it is. You know, this is how we run our program. And uh, I think kids uh, this day and age, the real players, really want to know the truth. You know, and uh, we, we tell our guys the truth, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. They're going to hear the truth and and I think the real guys that are real players want that. And uh, we're kind of straight up in how we deal with these kids. And, and uh, you know, I hope that they've seen we've had some success. We've, we've passed some guys on to high-level professional players. And, and uh, I think that's partly due to our player development program. So I hope that's what they see when they look at us and, and want to be a part of it. Uh, Tim Lacombe and I, who host the the Jazz uh, pre-half and post-game uh, show, uh, Coach, we were wondering on the pregame if uh, you were going to make it to the Jazz game last night. Did you, did you come and watch Damian play? I was on my way. I, I haven't missed a game when he's come to Utah forever, and I was on my way, but then one of my players had a an issue with his family that I had to kind of spend some time with him. So uh, I spent some time with him last night, so I, it was kind of an emergency deal. So I did not get there, and... Uh, I followed it uh, on the ticker, and of course, I t- was texting with him after the game. But uh, it's only only one I've missed in a few years, so I'll have to catch him next round. I've 
thought it's so cool how um, involved he he still remains, uh, you know, with you and and with the program. And when he comes to town, he famously, you know, visits and, and meets with your team and those sort. Of, you know, a superstar like that to to still you know give back to a basketball program. That's that's actually, coach. You know, compliment to you. That's got to say a lot about you and the relationship you develop. Well, we're, we're pretty close, yeah, and it's kind of uh, how our program is. You know, we get we get really close to all of our players, and we get a lot of guys that always come back during the summer, and the Jeremy Singlins and the Ballin Boys and so on. But but he is, uh, you know, Damian is one of those kids that appreciates everything that he's gotten when he's at a certain place, and I think he's always really appreciated, you know, the city of Ogden, uh, Weber State University, again, the administration, um, and people treated him really, really well here, and he's he feels like this is kind of his second home, and he likes to come back here, and and uh, like I said, we're close, and and he likes to spend time with us, and he always follows our program, you know, he he catches all of our games when he can on the computer, and watches us and follows us, and but I think it's just basically because he he was treated well here, and he likes to come back because he's he gets to be Damien here, and it's not as big a deal, you know, he gets to kind of do what he wants, but he's an incredible person. You know, I've said this a million times. He's a, he's a, he's a great player, obviously, and a Hall of Famer, but he's a better person, and uh, he's got a lot, of old, uh, a lot of old soul in him, and uh, every, time, uh, every time we, uh, you know, he comes back, it's just like the old Damien here when he was in college, and we love him to death, and we appreciate everything he does coming back and helping us out and, and just being around. I mean, and, and named the this NBA 75th anniversary team. I mean, I, I, I think I'm correct. He's the only local player. He's the only kid with uh, local college ties to, to end up making the NBA 75th anniversary team. I mean, that's just an unbelievable, you know, uh, amount of respect to show a guy who's really just now kind of into the, the, the prime of his NBA career. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I got to admit, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was pretty excited for him. And he was pretty excited about it, too. You know, Damien doesn't get into all the accolades much he's he's such a humble guy but but i think that one hit him like uh, that's a that's a legacy builder right there and um and he deserves it he deserves it because i i, I would i would think it would be pretty hard to find anybody in that league in the nba that's worked as hard as he has to get to where he is and continue to work uh, to keep getting better and better and better so yeah that was a pretty neat deal couple of conference games uh, coming up now. You open conference play starting on Thursday. Have you had a chance to step back and kind of look at the health of the conference through non-conference play so far, and what have you seen? You know, not a lot, to be honest with you. We've been so, you know, up to our rear ends just uh, playing a lot of games and being on the road for so long and all that, but we're starting to kind of pay attention now. Obviously, we've got to get ready this week with uh, Northern Arizona and Portland State, and the conference is very good this year. Um, you know, most everybody because of the COVID year, uh, most everybody has their whole teams back. And it was very, very competitive last year. So you're going to see a lot of veterans in our league and a lot of older teams. And, and usually when you have that, that means for good basketball. And You know, I, I kind of look at it as when I was looking at it uh, doing the preseason stuff, you know, there's probably four, maybe five teams in our league that can maybe jump up and win the league. And that's as deep as it's been for quite a while. So it's going to be a good, uh, good, exciting conference play. And, you know, it's another one of those years where you got to bring it every night. If, if you don't, you're, you're going to get dinged. So it should be a lot of fun. 
That game against uh, Northern Arizona Thursday night, 7 o'clock in Ogden, and then Portland State on Saturday at 6. Uh, he is the head coach at Weber State, Randy Ray, with us here on Jake and Ben. Coach, thanks so much for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. Good luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Coach. Always fun to catch up with him. Oh, man, he's one of the good ones. Yep. He, he really is. Weber State is... is uh, you know, really fortunate that they've had such a great basketball coach and program for for so long now. And he told us why he's he stayed there. It makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah, and, and that that is you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Again, it, it, it's similar to what Jay Hill told us uh, when when he was having success or why he's had success there. It's just if you're happy and you're coaching, and and you feel like you're getting support from the people around you. I mean, the rigmarole that exists with coaching and the insane pressure that must come with some of it. Where I do feel like. Part of it for some of these guys at such a high level just has to be a cash out, cash grab. If they fire me in two years, at least I'm set for the next you know, generation of my family or two generations right. of my family. That has to exist. But there also is something about the journey. There also is something about the there endurance. Is. There is something about building something and leaving a legacy and building those relationships, which he's talked about, which is sincere. I mean, a lot of things you hear from coaches are insincere. I don't think what you heard from Jay Hill, I don't think what you just heard from Randy Ray, uh, the idea that like it is about knowing these people. It's about Damian Lillard coming back to Salt Lake City and, and uh, Coach Ray trying to get down to, down to the arena. And then you know what? The reason he couldn't make it is because he had a bigger emergency. He had to take one of his kids he had to help needed one him of his more. Players. Like yep. that's exactly right. Yep. You know, like as goofy as we've talked about the coaching carousel today and, and buying someone's house for a half million dollars over asking, like th- there is still some responsibility that these guys actually can have if they want to have it that way. You don't have to. I, I, you're not going to hold everyone's feet to the fire the same way. But if you want to do it that way, you can. And it's cool that we have some of those people around us. Yeah, I, I totally get it. And I know we're way over. But, uh, you know, getting to know coaches in this industry, uh, there's a certain amount of family sacrifice that is just built into the job yep. because it's a, it's a lifestyle and it's not nine to five and it's way far from it. And so you miss things like Thanksgivings and Christmases and nights and dance recitals and all this yep. stuff. And it's just built in with the nature of, of the position. I would I totally can relate to somebody like Coach Ray who finds somewhere where he and his family can get in a groove and be happy and he can find a life balance. Because yep. the truth is with a lot of these coaches, like my guess, I don't know the man, but Lincoln Riley's life balance, probably not terrific. Chaos. And so if uh you know, if a coach finds a, a home at Weber State where yeah. he can have some balance and have some happiness, man, I get that. Yep. I totally get that. Yep. All right, stay tuned. More next. We'll get you ready for Hans and Scotty, ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone.